Good evening. My name is Sue Ditta, and this is the Electric City Culture Cast, coming to you on Trent Radio 92.7 FM. Tonight, you're going to hear part two of our series on hospitality, a project that was part of Arts Week 2018 and launched EC3's Artist in Residence program, featuring a residency project in downtown Peterborough at Unicity on George Street. Tonight, we're going to introduce you to several of the artists in the project, starting out with Alice Williams. Alice is one of the most senior artists living in our region. She lives on the Curve Lake Reserve and is a well-known and award-winning quilt maker. Alice was in residence throughout the project, working collaboratively on one of her quilts, and additionally, people had the opportunity to see some of her beautiful work on the walls. Listen to Alice Williams. When I started working with quilts, I really didn't realize this, but I am doing women's work. Women's work has, um, it is blanket making. Quilting is one form of blanket making. And I'm, I'm very proud to be a part of um, women's traditions down through the ages and in the cultures. I got into quilting because of a friend of mine in Curve Lake who wanted to attend a quilting course. And that was in 1980. So it's been several years that I've been quilting and I've met a lot of quilters who have helped me to expand uh, methods and ways of doing. My first sewing teacher was my own mother. I remember I just saw her this summer. She's 96 and she doesn't sew anymore or do too much. But um, we were sitting quietly together and she and I was sewing. And uh, she says to me, um, you know, when you and Helen, Helen and I are the firstborn, when we were little, she said she showed us how to sew to keep us quiet because my dad had his noonday nap. So that's how I learned to sew by hand. I also like the way that quilting can talk about being an environmentalist. I use um, a lot of scrap pieces in this particular quilt. It's called a log cabin, and um, in the center I have hearts in there. Some of the hearts are whole, um, and some of the hearts are sewn together into one piece, because um, it, to me it talks about healing. Um, we have the center of the home in the traditional log cabin that uh, is usually red, because it represents the hearth. And then you have a dark side and it represents um, things like bad weather. I don't know how there can be bad weather. Or at least there never used to be bad weather. Um, Not like it is today with uh, the climate the way it is. But uh, we used to be prepared for whatever kind of weather it was. 
And uh, I better not get on a tangent about weather because that's not <laughs> what I meant to do. It, it shows uh, the light side is supposed to represent all the good things that happen in life and the dark side shows the bad things that happen in life. And um, I just changed my colors around a little bit because I just had to have those hearts in the center to speak of healing and still uh, life goes on with good and bad happening. And then I, I want to talk about um, this quilt. Um, this is a what we call a um, star blanket. Now in some nations, the star blanket is very, very important. Uh, for example, in the Plains Cree, with the Plains Cree people, the star blanket really was picked up. Um, star blankets are given as gifts, um, birthdays, births, graduations, and for example, if you win a, um, a football game, you can be given a star blanket, or the team can be given a star blanket, or football. In this one, I call this um, Margaret's favorite flowers, and it's about uh, the roses. A friend of mine gave me a caftan that um, had big yellow roses in it. And, um, you know, it's not even cotton, it's a polyester. And as quilters, one of the rules is we're not supposed to use polyester. <laughs> but I couldn't not use these yellow roses. And some of them I have um, put together because um, I only had part of the flower and I tried to find another part of a different flower that was already cut and tried to put them together to make a whole. And again, that speaks to me of healing and also um, the environment, looking after the things that we have and use the things that we have. I often use... Um, have borders on my quilts that are used by quilters. And I, I love doing blocks um, that um, quilters have done down through the ages. I use that to represent the heritage my father gave me. My father is white and I am who I am because I am partly that. So uh, when I use women's uh, contemporary quilters blocks, it reminds me of the heritage my father gave me. Uh, oftentimes in the center of my quilts, I use Anishinaabe uh, pictures or themes, and that represents to me the heritage my mother gave me. And I'm very fortunate that I have heritage that goes back thousands of years on this sacred land. And for me, it reminds me of that precious land that creation gave to Anishinaabe. Up next in this edition of the Electric City Culture Cast 
is another artist from the On Hospitality Project, Rodney Fuentes. Rodney is a very well-traveled artist who settled in Peterborough, originally from Venezuela. He's a naturalist, he's a documentary filmmaker, and a fantastic musician. Listen now to Rodney Fuentes giving an artist talk as part of On Hospitality at Arts Week 2018. My name is Rodney Fuentes. I'm a filmmaker and uh, I also play music. Now, I'm more interested on uh, storytelling and I use the camera and my gear equipment to tell that story. So my job basically is to find stories and uh, make them interesting. And actually, they are tend to be really interesting. So I collect pieces. So I'm like a, some kind of an editor. I don't create the story. Uh, that's why I don't do fiction. Everything I do when it comes to filmmaking is documentary. And so I found those pieces, and eventually all those pieces come together. Um, we spend a lot of hours editing just that piece of the story, and then we add the, the, what I call the makeup, which is just putting all the beautiful uh, um, uh, photography and, and cinematography into it. Now, this project was interesting because usually you have a vague idea as to what you're going to do. Uh, when Leslie approached me to do that, I have no vague idea at all. So we just pretty much have to learn on the go. As we know the concept of hospitality, as we've been learning today, it may have a lot of many different meanings. And so my job here is how can I collect all these meanings and put it into a video that we can watch for six minutes, which is the one that is, that is there. Um, so we can have a different feel of hospitality. Um, so that's basically the, the, the biggest task, as you know, I was basically learning on this process as I was interviewing people. So the more interviews I did, the more uh, information I gathered towards hospitality. Uh, like I have my own concepts of hospitality based on my own experiences. And my concept is pretty related with tourism because I used to be a tour guide um, where I've been uh, the host and the guest all at the same time because... Um, grabbing a bunch of people, taken to a place, and then we go to a bed and breakfast, and then I'm a host and a guest running the same place. It's actually quite phenomenal that the host and guests and everybody sitting on the table uh, and, and sharing. So, uh, but uh, it was interesting to listen to the rest of the artists um, it, uh, tell me the experience of hospitality, and then figure out a way how to make that flow into, uh, into a video. You were listening to Rodney Fuentes on the Electric City Culture Cast. He was one of six artists part of the On Hospitality Project at Arts Week 2018. Coming up next, well-known, award-winning local artist Brad Brackenridge. Brad is an established actor, director, and probably most importantly, puppeteer. Living here in Peterborough, he has an extensive career with a number of theatre groups in town and for On Hospitality, he did a large exhibition of masks and a number of workshops on mask making. Listen now to Brad Brackenridge. I chose to do these masks. I wouldn't say I'm a mask maker. There are people out there who do that, but that's what they do. They just continue to make them. I've made them for certain projects, this being one of them. Um, another was for a show I was in, uh, 
but I don't make them uh, regularly just for something to do. I just, so, just preface to say that I don't consider myself a true math maker, even though I do make That being said, uh, hospitality, my idea of that was to invite people, anyone, to come in and finish kind of what I've started. So I chose something quick to do, uh, which these masks are an example of. Here. Most of them are paper mache. Um, they've just been painted with a base. Just, I just did that in order to speed up the process because we came in and started painting this, then you'd have to wait for it to dry. So I took an extra step and just did that. But uh, someone has completely repainted theirs, as you can see right here. Uh, a few of them have been done and the rest are waiting to do, so I invite you all to come over the next few days to do that. Um, and the idea of a mask uh, is often can be decorative, can be for carnival, different cultures have it for, uh, say, death mask, uh, funeral, ritual, or just simply Halloween, dress up and fun. So there's many kind of layers to what a mask can be used for. So the idea, I guess, for me, I kind of included it into when sometimes you invite people in, you invite them with the best of intentions, and perhaps sometimes you you put yourself out there, say, because you, you don't know who's coming in. So I'm saying, hey, come on in and paint these. I don't know who's coming in, but I'm trusting and I'm opening myself to say, hey, finish this artwork. So in a sense, I'm kind of putting on a mask, hoping and inviting you all in. So maybe that's a bit of a stretch, but I guess at different times we put on masks. Be it we're with strangers or we're comfortable with people, so we take off our daily mask. We can be comfortable with family and friends. Some people have different issues in regards to other people. So... I guess I kind of just the mask idea really excited me. Our first one was a young girl, I think she was nine, Arden is her name, and she painted this one and I love it. She was the first one. Uh, that was on Saturday, I guess it was, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's funny because you, you start watching and you can't help but think, oh, maybe you should have done this this way, but you know, that's the hospitality part is you gotta let it go and just invite the people in and let's uh, collaborate and see what the people are doing. So that's kind of the, the goal, the gist of it. Um, any questions so far regarding any of it? Have you passed those around at all? Or? Yeah. Uh, any questions at all? No question, right? Oh, yeah. I, I, just, I, I like to understand how your brain works. So, so would I. So, so how, would I. How do you? <laughs> I just, I just bicycled like crazy from Nichols Oval. I was working at uh, doing some catering. So, I just want to know how can you see a face on a chicken wire? Uh, well, I guess, well, I've done a few before, so I kind of knew. I guess I'm used to making. I, I see forms and faces in things that generally aren't there anyway. Being a, a puppet fan and a puppet maker. So, like, for instance, I guess when I was putting these little coffees together, I, every time I see one of these, I always see a face of them, because each one is different. Be, yeah. nice. So that's kind of like a cyclops, there's only one eye oh. there, but sometimes there'll be a different mouth and different faces, so I guess 
I don't know. Maybe I just automatically. I see faces. I should probably talk to someone about that. Well, that was Brad Brackenridge talking about his artistic practice. I have to confess, Brad is one of my favorite people in Peterborough, and his work is so wide-ranging as an actor, director, puppeteer, and for the On Hospitality project, um, he did a really wonderful mask-making project that was installed at Unicity, which is a gorgeous building on George Street that was um, donated to um, Arts Week for the On Hospitality project. On Hospitality was part of Arts Week 2018. It was a component of an ongoing project we were doing called New Visions Old Land that took a look at the relationship between artists um, from Peterborough from settler backgrounds, newcomer artists, and indigenous artists living in our region. Um, and it launched our very first downtown artist in residence program. In case I forgot to mention, my name is Sue Ditta. I'm the executive director of the Electric City Culture Council, and I was the executive producer of Arts Week. With me in the studio is... Eva Fisher. I'm the program coordinator of the Electric City Culture Council and Arts Week, and I'm the Electric City Culture Cast's podcast producer. We want to give a big shout out today to two people in particular. Hannah Keating, who was the artistic director of Arts Week 2018, and Leslie Manaw, who was the curator and project coordinator for On Hospitality. Think about the word hospitality. It's a troubled term. Different people think it means different things. Hospitality can appear lovely and generous in the beginning, but really cover up a whole set of underlying power relationships. And that's just part of what the artists in On Hospitality explored. Thank you so much for listening to this week's edition of the Electric City Culture Cast. We'd like to thank our funders and our sponsors for helping make this show a reality. And we'd like to uh, thank you and wish you a very happy Halloween. <laughs>